I watched A Fool There Was from 1915. And this is a vampire story. But not that kind of vampire. In 1915, the word had a different meaning than it does today. And the first vamp was Theta Bera. But before she was Theta Bera, she was Theodosia Goodman. She was born in Cincinnati. And in 1905, she moved to New York because she wanted to be a stage actress. And she spent a few years trying to do that, mostly in Yiddish theater, but it didn't work out. At first, she didn't want to work in film because she thought theater was the superior art, but she finally gave it a try. And kind of against long odds, she became one of the most popular movie stars of her day. She was almost 30. She was a little bit thicker. It was an age of the waif like actress. But somehow this older, heavy-set woman became one of the sex symbols of her day. And she invented what came to be known as the vamp. And that was sort of the opposite of what Mary Pickford was. Mary Pickford was America's sweetheart. Theda Bera was the conniving vampire that would just suck the men dry of all their wealth and emotion. And her big break was this film that I watched, A Fool There Was. And she plays, it's just listed as the vampire. She doesn't have a name, she's the vampire. But again, it's not that kind. It's based on a Rudyard Kipling poem called The Vampire, which is about that kind of vampire. It drew some imagery from Bram Stoker's Dracula. But Bera's vampire is like an emotional parasite, more than a bloodsucker. She lures men to their doom by making them fall in love with her. And after that, they stagger along to an untimely end down a path of alcoholism and loneliness once she abandons them for her next conquest. And that is more or less the plot of the film. Bera's vampire has just left her current lover, and she's now intent upon seducing her next mark, who's a wealthy lawyer and a diplomat, and a devoted husband and father, named John Schuyler, who's played by Edward Jose. Her spurned ex-lover commits suicide practically in front of Schuyler, but that doesn't sway him. He doesn't realize what kind of danger he's in, and he pretty much abandons his wife and child to shack up with the vampire. He slowly spirals downward into a drunken despair and ends the film by dropping dead, having been drained of his life force by the vampire, who, at the end of the film, is standing over his corpse, mocking him and tossing flower petals onto him, because by this point she's already moved on to her new victim, and she really only returned to taunt him to death. And We fade to black, and we all can kind of feel depressed. But actually, the most depressing thing of all, to me anyway, is that nearly every film Theda Bera made is lost. This is one of only two that survive. The rest were lost in a fire. And I know in the greater scheme of things that pales in comparison to true tragedies. But in a cinematic sense, it's deeply tragic. Because Theda Bera was amazing. She is great in this. And this was just the start of her career. And she was a force to be reckoned with in Hollywood. She had a huge following. She was hugely famous. And now you really can't see any of it. And I went on about this before. I won't dwell on it much more this time. But I'll tell you, my soul aches when I realize that most of the films of the silent era are gone forever. And nearly all that have survived are in bad shape. Martin Scorsese's Film Foundation estimates that more than 90% of American films made before 1929 are lost. And the Library of Congress estimates that 75% of all silent films are lost forever. So 
somewhere in there, 75 to 90%, whatever it is, most of the films that were made in that era are forever gone. But let's talk more about Theda Berra. I shared some cool pictures of her in the written post that goes along with this. So you can see her as Cleopatra. You can see her with a skeleton. You can see her vampy, gothy eye makeup that would still fit in today. And I'm not exaggerating when I say she was a phenomenon in her day. And part of that was due to the backstory her studio cooked up for her. They didn't say she was Theodosia Goodman from Cincinnati. They said she was the daughter of a French artist and his Arabian mistress. And she was born in the shadow of the Sphinx. Her stage name, Theda Bera, perhaps accidentally, but it's an anagram of Death Arab. Best of all were her legendary press conferences. They would always be held in dark rooms, thick with incense smoke and atmospheric lighting. She had crystal balls, and the public bought into it. She was even subpoenaed once as an expert on vampires. I shared the clip. I, I suppose I can read part of this, although you can see the actual clip in the written blog, article, whatever you call it that goes along with this. But it says here, subpoenaed to appear Monday as an expert witness at the trial of G. Martinez before Superior Judge Craig on a charge of having murdered his wife, Mrs. Rose Martinez, was served on Theda Berra, the film actress today. Miss Berra was summoned by the defense, which will endeavor to show that Mrs. Martinez was a vampire and known as the Cleopatra of Sonora Town. The film actress is to be used as an expert witness concerning the psychology of vampires. And then I shared a later clip that says the headline is Mexican Guilty. Verdict of manslaughter returned on charge of throwing wife from window. So apparently they, they couldn't convince the judge that the wife was a vampire. And that's Theta Bear. There will never be another Theta. I predict right now there's never going to be another Theta Bear as long as I or anyone lives. And sadly, we're only going to know about her from the accounts of the day, like the ones I shared, or her two surviving films. And this film I watched on a DVD. You can get a copy of your own. I shared a picture of it. I recommend it. This is one of the better films I've watched. This was a lot of fun. Theta Bera is really good. Next, I'm going to watch Alice in Wonderland from 1915, directed by W.W. W. Young. <laughs> 